Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert, a couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Dino Heron. I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor. I'm Tyler Hebert. <laughs> and we welcome you to episode 490 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Is this Donnie, Desmond, and Taylor? That's right. Take it away, Taylor. <laughs> you can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod. Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. Damn it. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear on Instagram, Abear underscore mode. You can follow me at DRH underscore pro. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm sorry, not Twitter. On Twitch and TikTok. By searching DRH Pro. Just call me Taylor. Shit. Just, all right. Take it away, Taylor. How's I'm it Taylor. Going? Taylor, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah? Uh, it's been a long few weeks, that's for sure. Yeah? It's been a long journey. Yeah. A long journey to get here. Yeah. But, but we you are know here. what? I'll tell you what I've been doing, though. Yeah? Reaching a little farther. Reaching a little farther doing that DDP yoga. I'm, a little f- I'm more flexible, flexible than I have. Is your wife been. appreciative of that? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'll ask her. <laughs> what do you think about this? Hey, Check look at look at where I can put my foot. <laughs> I remember I sent you a while back. This has been a few months of some of the positions of of yoga that I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I remember you're like f that. Yeah, and you can <laughs> like, do those now. Um. Yeah, you gotta warm up to get it. I can't do um, roundhouse kick all the way up what Diamond Dallas Page does. Yeah, we lift that one leg, but you know it's getting up there. It's like halfway there. All right, <laughs> but still, you gotta balance and do all that stuff. Now, can opener sucks. You gotta, you gotta get that core. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta work on that core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push <laughs> a little farther. <laughs> one thing I want to say about DDP yoga. That unfiltered thing is unfiltered, and if you sift through that and you do different uh, workouts, and I haven't even seen a lot of the workouts so far. I'm going by the schedule. I just finished intermediate. Now I'm doing advanced. Wow! So Look that was you. 13 weeks. Um, but if you go through it, even the one 1.0 ones that you have uh-huh. and 2.0, you can find some stuff because it's unfiltered. 8.0. I that video I sent you. <laughs> was from yeah. extras so i did oh, really? one where that's the yoga doc his name is the yoga doc he does this weird flip and he busts his butt he goes don't ball drive your ass <laughs> <laughs> it's just full of stuff like that and it's just hilarious like we've mentioned we've said this before like but in the first uh 1.0 dvd where He's doing uh, what the basics or whatever, yeah. and he got this girl to come up here. And he goes, "When she first started, she couldn't do one push up. Is that right?" And it's true. Goes, and he goes, "Damn right she could." <laughs> <And then laughs> Damn then, right it is. Then one, 
and I can't remember. It's one of the extreme DVDs where this girl falls, and he turns around and goes, "You see that shit? <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever." And it's like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm glad he doesn't filter. I mean, he doesn't curse and say stuff like that all the time, but it's yeah. like it's randomly in different spots. And it's the fact that it's on a workout DVD. Yes, and it's there forever. Mm-hmm. Like they don't go back and edit it. They don't go and reshoot it. No. It's just leave it in. No, like he had his phone on his hip. And this was like halfway through the workout. He goes, oh, I had my phone on me. I didn't know that. He goes, at least it was off. No phones. <laughs> In the middle of the workout. Oh, yeah. And this is, it's it's awesome. But, you know, it, it works. Well, I'm glad it's working for, working well for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going good. Getting a little flexible. Oh, yeah. Strengthening that core. Oh, yeah. That's true. Mm. Strengthen, mm. <laughs> strengthen the core. Yeah. C-O-R-R-E. Because <laughs> uh, when I get home, I'll do that, and I'll go straight after that to go pick up my daughter, spend time with her before my wife gets home. Yeah. And then my, my daughter, she sees me doing it. She'll do it, too. But she does downward dog. She just stays like that. Yeah. And then if I'm doing push-ups, she'll see me doing push-ups, and she'll like get in a position that's not like push-ups, but mm-hmm. her butt's still in the air, and she's like kind of moving but not really moving. She goes, one, two, three. I was like, good job, girl. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, father-daughter bonding time. That's mm-hmm. always good. For sure. Well, very cool. Well, we're recording this show on a Friday. We normally record it on Thursday. It would be released on Friday. Yeah. But, uh, you know, stuff happens. Life gets in the way. Last week, we didn't do a show, but that's okay, too. Uh, so, we're just going to kind of catch up on everything that's happened. We're going to put last... ketchup on everything. Uh, yeah. We're, yeah. No, no mustard. Hmm. Um, are you a mustard fan? Yes. I'm not. I just can't do mustard. I'll tell you this. The only time I can eat mustard is when it's on a pizza. You know, it's kind of weird that you say that. Like, yeah. people like, mustard on pizza. Yeah. But if you have, like... There is, there's a local uh, establishment. Yeah. And uh, they have a pizza. It's a brewery, and they also serve pizza and other, other delicious food. They have the cheeseburger pizza. Handmade. Yeah, and it is, it is incredible. We even uh, we got it on the cauliflower crust, and it's really good. Yeah, I was surprised. So I'm really surprised in myself because normally I don't like trying new things because it's like I know what I already like. Did it shock you? I was I was shocked in the sense that there wasn't a whole lot of difference. Like I didn't really know what to expect, mm-hmm. but I'm like cauliflower, gross. You know that just doesn't sound appetizing to me. Uh, my wife tried to trick me once. Um, you know, I had asked for mashed potatoes and she brought me cauliflower and I was like, yeah, that's the same thing. I'm like, it is not the same <laughs> thing. I didn't even have to taste it. I could tell it was not the same thing either. Anyways. So, uh, so they make their pizzas on uh, cauliflower crust and original crust yeah. if you, if you want. Um, so we did that. Oh, I've tried, I've tried the impossible burger. I like the impossible meat where it's a hamburger made from plant-based foods yeah. and it's actually it it tastes all right. Um, that means you can tolerate it. Yeah, okay. I can. Yeah, I can handle it, and I've eaten it on more than one occasion. So um, I would I would call that a win, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only time I can eat mustard is whenever it's on that on that particular cheeseburger pizza. And uh, so Papa John's has a cheeseburger pizza in or hamburger or no cheeseburger. Yeah, it's yeah. A cheeseburger. It does not taste the same. Is it as bad? That. To me, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. It does not taste exactly like 
the the breweries. I'm like, this is disappointing. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not. It doesn't live up to that one though. Yeah. The expectations. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the bar was shot. set too high. Yeah. With the brewery. Because that one, the brewery tastes just like a cheeseburger. This yeah. one didn't. Yeah, it tastes really good. I really like that one. I like that one. I like the uh, um, Stacy's Barbecue and the uh, Meat Lovers. Yeah, their really Meat Lovers good. is awesome. Yeah. What do you call their bacon? Their bacon's thick, kind of like a... Um, just a thick Crackling. Cut. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> That's the bacon I want. Yeah. <laughs> Papa John's, I've gotten to where I only really like papa john's when it's cold like cold pizza yeah. like the next morning because their sauce is so sweet it tastes really good when it's cold in the morning like if you have i don't know if you're a cold I pizza eat, yeah guy. i eat cold pizza yeah cold pizza in the morning for me that is like that's it that is an awesome way to wake up on a saturday yeah like you've got cold pizza in the fridge and you're like yes <laughs> so good hell yeah hell yeah that's what i'm talking about so uh so cold pizza in the morning man and Papa John's is really good with that, especially since they get they gave you that garlic dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Um, Domino's is really good cold pizza as well. I don't, I don't eat Domino's enough, but now since I've been eating healthy and stuff, I stay away <laughs> from pizza. Yeah, but you can get the cauliflower crust and yeah. make a somewhat better choice. <laughs> somewhat. Yeah, it's you know, it's not all bad. There's one thing on there that's better for you yeah. <laughs> it's better than the original crust i guess but uh no i need to i need to start doing better taking care of myself and all that you need to reach a little farther reach a little farther to get back into the diamond diamond doesn't uh i just want to say something there i forgot at the end of the workout and after you do the kick out and you're laying down there. He goes, you're a dead man yeah or and a woman. he goes you can stay here for five minutes but i'm not gonna do that <coughs> to you uh all you need to wait. Well, all you need to do is uh, hit pause. <laughs> he goes. All <laughs> you need to do. I'll reach a little farther. That's all you needs to and do. And then he it. goes. Whenever you're, like you're stretching and like you go up and then one arm goes down. Yeah. Goes to the side. He goes. Take that arm across. <laughs> he says across. He just adds letters to words. Yeah. So, uh, so like I said, we we're, we're recording this on a Friday as opposed to a Thursday. We're not going to cover Raw because let's be honest, Raw was not very Bad. good again. This is the low, the I think the lowest rated Raw of the year so far. I say so I far. I forget we're not like too far into the year. I mean, no, we're almost we're to the no, halfway point. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, we are at halfway. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't we're, know. We're a month away from being <laughs> where halfway am done. I? What time is it? What month are we in? <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, you know, I will say the the Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston match was was enjoyable, um, even though they did the screwy finish. Um, I'm kind of glad that they went with, all right, Bobby Lashley, you interfered in this match. Here's what we're gonna do: <clears throat> instead of doing a triple threat, which is would have been the easiest solution, yeah, um, that would have been easy booking. Uh, they said next week we're gonna have a rematch, uh, and you and MVP are barred from ringside. So if either of y'all show up, you're suspended for 90 days without pay. Which immediately in my head I go, okay, that means we're going to get Mason T-Bar next week. So they're going to interfere. And they're going to be like, well, we can't solve this. Without the masks. Yeah, without the masks. So now Dominic Dominic Dijakovic and Dio Madden. Yeah, (laughs) D&D. So now they're just going to be maskless 
angry, yeah. angry people. They look like Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic. They kind of look like that guy. And, and Dio Madden. Madden. Yeah. So, uh, so the big headline that happened over the uh, over the past two weeks while we've been gone, uh, WWE has announced they are going back on the road. Um, I mean that's that's huge news. Well, um, they what's so crazy is AEW announced first, and then they did. WWE announced second, but they said that we're going to start before before yeah. AEW. Yeah, we um, gotta get on the ship before they do. <laughs> pretty much. So uh, WWE officially going to be going back on the road starting July 16th with SmackDown in Houston of all places. That's cool. And I was looking and I'm like, mm, Tyler's birthday going to be coming up right around around that time. Maybe a little birthday present. We go 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 see some SmackDown. Uh, I don't know how comfortable you would be in a large large venue with a big crowd. Uh, I don't know yet. But we can. Yeah, I feel I feel like by August I'll be okay. But I'm like July. I just don't know just yet. Yeah. So um, I'll definitely be ready for August. God damn it! Sorry. Yeah, no kidding. Sorry, like we've been waiting for a while for AEW. We've been man. waiting over a year. We've had these tickets for like a year and a half now. So we're going to this AEW show in August. <laughs> You're skipping your daughter's birthday to hey, go to this no, show. No, I, I well technically I already got it approved by the <laughs> wife. What you I'm did. doing is taking that day off. My daughter's not going to go uh, daycare. I'm going to have her all day, and we're going to have fun. And Very then when that good. time comes, that's how you do go. it. Yep. That's that's the best way to do it. So, but, uh, so yeah. So, they're going to have um, – so, not only are they going back on the road, but they're going back to, like, house shows as well. Oh, really? There was going to be a rumor they were cut, cutting that. No. They've already announced that there's going to be um, – Superstar lot like WWE live events already. So I'm confused. Okay, so explain this to me. Maybe you know some information. Okay, so I thought they did away with the people who helped with live shows in personnel and backstage like that. Are they putting this stuff? Are they going to bring those people back to help with on the road and uh, house shows? Could not tell you. Uh, I'm sure that they will <clears throat> probably either bring them well, back or hire new people. I'm jumping into this, but uh, <laughs> they're laying people off. They're laid a lot yeah, of people off. They have. They've done a lot of cleaning of the house. Um, they uh, from what they you know what we read that they are certain people and positions they're cutting, and those responsibilities are going to be put on other people. Yeah. So they've already announced. Their next 21 live events as part of the company's touring schedule this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be the uh, the summer tour starting Saturday, July 24th. It's just going to be a super so- super show mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, sa- Saturday, July 24th, Sunday, July 25th, Saturday, July 31st, Sunday, August 1st, Monday, August 2nd. It's going to be Raw. Then they got SmackDown. So it looks like they're going to do. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, and then a Saturday Sunday Super Show, and then so I guess their their touring will start on Friday, yeah, so to speak. So Friday starts with SmackDown. Saturday will be a Super Show. Sunday will be a Super Show. Monday Night Raw, and then they're off for a few days 
until the next show. I wonder what the consensus is about like going back uh, to touring for the superstars. I, I bet some are torn. I'm like, for the ones that live in Florida. I'm sure that that's going to be kind of like, oh man, I kind of I kind of liked what mm, we had. Yep. But on the other side, it's oh man, I can't wait to be in front of a crowd. Um, and I'm sure there's some there's some that are going to be like, wow, I got so refreshed by not having to travel so many mm-hmm. days out of the year. I although spend more time with my family. Yeah. Although this doesn't seem like too bad of a schedule because you could do one super show. You could do like the Sunday super show for the raw talent. And then they do Monday night raw the next night. Yeah. And you could do Friday and Saturday be the SmackDown talent. So two days out of the week you have to travel. That's not, that's not too terribly bad. Yeah. You know, um, so the interesting thing, though, about this schedule is that Saturday, August 21st, Saturday, August 21st, is listed for SummerSlam. So SummerSlam is going to be taking place on a Saturday this year. Um, there is no, no announced venue yet. However, uh, they have said that the location is going to be announced next Saturday during the Belmont Stakes' pre-race show. So if you're interested in watching the The Belmont Stakes... The what? The Belmont Stakes. I believe it's a horse race. Oh. This is a show where they grill steaks. Yes, totally. Yeah, it's a a horse race. Uh, So Saturday, June uh, 5th, during that the pre-race show uh that will be the uh the best time to uh find out the location otherwise you can just check out wrestlingnewsforce.com for all the information um <clears throat> so there are a lot of front runners as far as where it was going to where is it going to take place uh the front runner for a while had been Las Vegas where the uh recently lo- relocated Las Vegas Raiders formerly the Oakland Raiders in the NFL uh, their new stadium, like football stadium. They, they were talking about having it there. However, there's going to be a big boxing f- fight that same night in that venue. So hmm. that immediately cut off the rumors of it taking place there. Um, so there are several cities reportedly in the running, one of them Houston, NRG Stadium, oh, which that nice. would be nice because SummerSlam is the one of the big four pay-per-views that I haven't been to. Really? We've been. I've yeah. been to Royal Rumble. Yeah. I've been to WrestleMania. I've been to Survivor Series. Yeah, we've never been to SummerSlam. We've not been to SummerSlam because normally they have, have it in Florida or New York yeah. or California. So that would be that would be interesting if they had it here. Um, also, the first pay-per-view, the first live pay-per-view in front of a crowd, going to be Money in the Bank in Dallas. So they're going to start with SmackDown in Houston – and then, like a week later, is going to be Money in the Bank in Dallas, or that weekend actually, one of those huh. two. Um, but Russell Votes has noted on Twitter that SummerSlam location plans are a quote disaster right now. Um, Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men podcast quote tweeting and saying, "I want to exit this room and run to my car." Uh, a Twitter user asked John Alba, do you reckon that something significant could be the Manny Pacquiao fight? To which he responded, related, yes, but I think it's much deeper than just a date conflict. So 
they're apparently they so the tickets are going on sale on june 8th i believe and they have to make the announcement of where it's going to be taking place on june 5th so they have until from now until june 5th to secure a venue for SummerSlam. Wow. To make the announcement. So they have eight days, well, seven and uh, a half, seven and a half days uh, to hurry. iron that out yeah. as far as where they're going to do. Because, like I said, the rumored location was Las Vegas, but that has since been nixed. Wow. Uh, but there are six stadiums still being considered for the biggest event of the summer Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. NRG Stadium in Houston, which I'm all for that one. Yeah. Uh, Allegiant Stadium, Las Vegas, so that one's not not in the running now. MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, which they had uh, WrestleMania there yeah. a few years yeah. back, and the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. So we've got a 20% chance that it could break it down, Scott Steiner. I see. They say all men are created equal. You look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, you can see that statement is not true. Senior Joe! Senior Joe! The numbers don't lie, and it spells disaster for you at sacrifice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really... It's going to be really weird for me for this, for this whole pandemic because I've been, I've been so cautious... You know, like I'm, I still wear my mask today whenever I go inside, even though they've lifted the mandates and it's like, it's basically, it's basically up to the establishment on if they want to enforce a mask rule. Yeah. So some, some stores do, some stores do not. I'm taking it right now as if the employees are having to wear masks, I'm going to keep wearing my mask. Like I'm going to be one of the last ones to take my mask off Mm -hmm. and walk inside the store. Yeah. Um, so to return to wrestling and be in a crowded area, it's going to be weird for me. It's going to take a little bit of adjustment mm-hmm. um, to get back to kinda, that. I'm, I'm kind of be paranoid a little bit too. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, if by that time they say, hey, folks, enough people have gotten the vaccine, um, the cases have gone down well enough. It is totally fine. You know, you're totally okay to to take off a mask if you want to uh, indoors in front of li- large crowds. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, okay, I'll still be a little, mm, if someone's around me coughing or something like that. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to get into the mindset of, okay, the end is coming soon because yeah. things are slowly starting to return to uh, normal. At my job, they announced that June 1st is when they're – don't have to have a mask. It's so, not going to be required. Yeah. So I'm still going to wear a mask going into schools. Of course, there's still yeah. not going to be anyone. I mean, there's going to be some employees in the schools, but when school starts, I'm still going to go in there because one thing also this pandemic has reminded me of is mm. to, because I go into schools in and out, wash my hands. Yeah. And that's why I keep doing it because I've, before COVID, I've gotten sick before because mm-hmm. I go in and out. You know, you don't know what the kids have, what they walk through. You know, put their yeah. hands on stuff, and you don't know so, where they've been. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still gonna wear a mask in there. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've noticed. Like since wearing since wearing a mask during this whole pandemic, I've only gotten sick like once. Yeah, this whole time, you know, and it was because of allergies. Like other than that, I've been good. Like. I don't know. That's just me. 
just just from my experience but uh you know i, I know haven't... like even before covid like between like one and four times a year i get like sore throats mm-hmm. and like drainage and stuff what's in the air you know exactly i i, I still get it even you know through this covid area i've 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 had some you know i'm spitting up sorry i'm spitting up uh some colorful mucus yeah stuff like that that could also be part of the workplace you know yeah dust and all that's yeah dust and then that's when i mean it's all right now but uh the um what is it uh pollen i couldn't think of pollen pollen the pollen was bad a few weeks ago but uh but yeah so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting readjustment to being in a live crowd cuz like I know tomorrow we're going to Houston and we're going to the arcade but I looked online and there's going to be a baseball game Astros are going to be playing and I was like man I wouldn't mind going to going to an Astros game but then they announced that they are going to allow 100% capacity and I was like mm, maybe nope. not yeah, not ready for that just yet. So it's going to take a little bit of adjustment for me to to get back into the big crowds and stuff. Um, but like you said, come hell or high water, we're going we're going to dynamite, uh, and maybe that'll be the moment. You know, we get there and we're like, dude, we're just going to have a fun time and and be good. And you know, I've been vaccinated, so even if I were to get it, the I know the symptoms would be less severe. So. You know, it's something that we can <clears throat> we can work towards, and um, you know, we'll see we'll see how it goes. But like I said, there's going to be lots of touring taking place. Uh, you know, AEW is going back on the road. WWE is going back on the road. Uh, like I said, starting July 16th with SmackDown in Houston. So you know, I know the fans are certainly looking forward to that. So um, unfortunately, they are going to be going with a few less people now because you know over the past couple of weeks they have had a number of uh, releases um <laughs> one of the, one of the big ones uh was uh, Adnan Vink uh, I call him Ardvark <laughs> uh so they have mutually parted ways with WWE The rumors say it was actually more WWE yeah. wanted you know he's not working out so he's not just, he's not yeah um, you know, I, I tried to listen to him do commentary and you could tell it was just too much. It, well, you know, I'm going to ask you a question. You ask, ask me, ask me, I can't talk. Who's worse. Um, that guy or Adamly, Mike Adamly, you stole my question. I already gave you my answer. Yeah. I don't know. I would have to go back and listen to Adamly, uh, do commentary. I know his was pretty bad. Yeah. But Vink's Vink was like audibly silent for some matches. Yeah. Like Corey Graves and Byron Saxton literally called the matches. Like yeah. they picked up the slack. They did the work. Like in situations like that, it's a good thing that you have a three man booth. Yeah. Because they literally carried Vink through some Monday Night Rawls. Um and I even pointed out to my wife at one point. Vink was noticeably frustrated. Like if you, I, I went back and like rewound it and showed her. I'm like, you can see he's frustrated. So whether it be the fact that he didn't know that 
Corey Graves as like a heel commentator saying things or or what. But um, you know, it was it was noticeable that he was struggling. Uh and I don't know if Corey was legit in giving him a hard time or if he's just trying to heal it up, being a heel commentator like he is. But uh you know, he certainly I mean he thanked Corey Graves and Byron for, for helping them. But uh you know, the thing is you need someone who knows the product, who can tell a story. And here's what pisses me off is that they got rid of him and they were gonna be and immediately my mind was like, they're gonna bring back Tom Phillips. And this is the perfect time for Tom Phillips to say, I need a raise because mm-hmm. you guys are dogging you me. You need me. Y'all are dogging me and you know, y'all need to pay me. Turns out the next day they released Tom Phillips. I wonder why. I really do. Yeah. I'm, I I'm curious know why they fired him. I'm wondering if he did go in and was like, all right, if you're going to do this to me again, you need to pay me. And they're like, we're not going to pay you more than what you're making now. And he's like, well, then you just need to let me go. And they're like, all right, fine. He'll find a job. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. Like, I think there's going to be too many, like, I don't think he needs to get picked up for AEW. Now, was Tom Phillips an all-time great commentator? No. No. He was he was similar to Michael Cole. He could tell a story. He could tell what's going on. He was doing he was doing pretty well. Reliable. Like, he was very reliable. I mean, heck, he's he was on 205 Live as of this week. You know, so it's not like yeah. they took him off to, you know, just have him sit and catering or whatever. It was like, no, they were really genuinely using him for other things. But, you know, so they released Tom Phillips, and they're going to be putting in... They're taking someone who didn't know the product and replacing him with someone who doesn't know the product. Well, some people online said that he's a wrestling fan. He's not. He's not? He admitted that he's not? not. Yeah. Yeah, there was a tweet. I don't know when it was posted, whether it was... You know, recently a bunch or from of dumbasses. Come on, you think you're going to learn your lesson? He said he hasn't watched wrestling since he was little. Bunch of dumbasses. Yeah, but because he's a commentator for I wonder someone if else, someone else or Vince Deep Down's like, I want someone from the sports world. Just get me someone. God damn it! That's, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, so former UFC commentator Jimmy Smith. Is okay. Be In this case, okay. What well, if this man bombs? So you're just gonna fire him again and try to do the same thing again? Yep. You got to get someone who knows the damn product, but yeah. you can't teach. An old dog, new tricks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Vince McMahon. <laughs> well, Brian Alvarez, I listened to him talk about this, and he made a very good point. It was like, you know, you can take a podcaster who does a podcast about football, mm-hmm. and just because he's done it for a long time and he's very experienced in what he does, you can't take him and put him in a broadcast booth and say, all right, do com- do commentary. You can't do that. Yeah. But you can take a former commentator and turn them into a podcaster. Yep. There's just there's a there's a certain line that it just it does not cross right. Yeah. And this is one of those instances. You had a former ESPN guy who's good at reading teleprompters or, you know, coming up with his own stories. That's fine for ESPN. That does not work for live television. So it's a it's a mismatch, you know, but you get him because hey, this guy worked for ESPN. Same with same with Jimmy Smith. He doesn't know the product. <clears throat> I mean, that's fine if he if he's been working with Michael Cole 
and is learning and is learning how to do commentary. But to do it live on the fly in front of a million viewers, because let's be honest, the you know using a plural in millions, you're rounding up. Yeah, you're round, you're rounding up now, uh, and the ratings are showing that is not the case. Um, so, you know, you're you're replacing the wrong cog with another wrong cog. So let me get this straight. Okay, so we had an awesome commentator in Samojo. You mm-hmm. fired him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had pretty decent. Yeah. One. And Tom Phillips. Good, re- good reliable. Yes. You fired him. You have this guy from ESPN. Mm-hmm. Didn't do so well. Yeah. Struggle. Yeah, struggle. Now you're going to get the same situation. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. It does not make sense. But you know what? If he is successful, that's good. This new guy, good for them. But if they f- if yeah. it falls on their face, like, shame on them. Shame I mean, on them because you have a little kid. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just keep on taking jabs at Vince. Go ahead. Uh, you have a little kid who's playing with toys, and he's tired of these other people who do good jobs, but they don't. He don't like them because of this little little thing. Mm-hmm. And then we get someone else that I don't know. I guess I should stop just taking jabs at Vince. <laughs> uh, take those, Vince. Uh, fuck take you. Take those, you, that fuck old you, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just agitated. I'm just agitated with because. We grew up on WWE, WWF, WWE, and then mm-hmm. the it. You had staples like JR and Jerry the King. Law. Yeah. See, and here's the thing. Like, you go back, if you go back and watch some of those old wrestling shows mm-hmm. with Jerry Lawler, the just the tiny little quips that he adds while, like, someone's cutting a promo, it just adds so much more to it. Yeah. You know, like, you know, you never really noticed how good... JR and Jim Ross's chemistry was or I'm sorry, I said JR and Jim Ross. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> I really know notice meant, though. Yeah. how how good their chemistry was until you listen to the commentary of today. Yeah, and I guess the the best ones they have right now is actually Cole and Corey. Yeah. Well McAfee McAfee's pretty good. I have to be honest, I haven't been listening to him. But when he was on NXT in NXT, mm-hmm. I enjoyed him. I'll tell you this. One of the things that I love about Pat McAfee is when he's doing commentary on SmackDown. Every once in a while, you'll you know how they pan the camera and uh, you know they do the the action shot from one side of the ring and you can just see the commentary booth. Sometimes he's standing up. Yeah. He's like, "Oh my God, look at the way he just did that!" Like he actually gets into it. They want someone to be successful as McAfee. Yes, because didn't he come from the sports world? Yes, he was a former NFL punter. Or okay. kicker. But did he do, like, commentary or podcast or anything about football or... Kind of. Like, he was a, he was also a radio host. Okay. But the thing is, he's a wrestling fan. Yeah, He knows the product. Yes. He's enthusiastic about the product. Yes. They approached him and was like, how would you like to be a part of the business? He's like, fuck yeah. yeah he did great even being as a character. Yeah. He did great. Yeah. Even in his wrestling matches, he did great. Yeah. I mean, they had that whole that whole angle with him and Adam Cole, where Which Adam Cole great. goes onto a show and like flips the fuck out. Yeah, you know. So, you know, as a I fan, totally forgot when I said Corey and Cole, I totally forgot about McAfee. Yeah, but, you know. but I mean, McAfee is someone who knows the product. Yes, you know, he knows yes. some of the story and how to add to it. 
Uh, Corey Graves is a good one because he yeah. is a former wrestler. Yes. Byron Saxton is former a former wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. You know, you get all these guys. It's similar with the writing in WWE. Nigel. The writing, yeah. The writing is so bad because they hire people who don't write, who don't know wrestling. They know soap operas. You know, so crazy. Uh, I don't know what show he was on. I read something online about Jimmy Jacobs talking. Yep. He goes, I'm probably the last indie wrestler that Vince them w- would want mm. on the writing team or oh, producing yeah. team after you know he got fired. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at him. When he did, he did good stuff. He worked with Jericho. He gave him the scarf, the, the list. Yeah. He, that was his ideas. Those mm-hmm. were great. Yep. You know, so to have someone in the business that's been part of it and knows the ins and outs, like, hey, this could be hot. I know this. Let's let's do this, you know. Mm-hmm. That's and cool. That's, and that's the thing. Like, you know, looking looking now at the commentary tables, you have Byron Saxton, former wrestler, Corey Graves, former wrestler, Nigel McGinnis, former wrestler, Wade Barrett, Beth oh, Phoenix. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know. They had Samoa Joe. Yeah. So you get people who know the product, who know know the ins and outs of the business, who can tell a story, who can sell the importance. You know, Jerry the King Lawler was a former commentary Spe- or a former wrestler. Yeah. You know? Uh, sorry. Speaking of, how long are we on the ninety days with Samoa Joe right now? I wonder where we at. I believe it's June, but June. I'm not sure because he's been silent. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, everyone's knocking at that guy's door. ROH, AEW, Impact, probably New Japan. Yeah. Let me see. When was Samoa Joe released? Uh, what day did that happen? I don't remember. Uh, April 15th. Okay. So let's see. Days after April 15th. That would be July 14th. Which is four days before AEW Houston. Wait a minute. Wait. Sorry. Say it again. July what? July 14th. Is four days. Is nine, Wednesday, July 14th is 90 days. Okay. Will be 90 days since Samoa Joe was released. Okay. So the earliest... So... The earliest show that he could appear on would be AEW on. No, oh, wait, yeah, you're right. No, that was, was August. Say, That's August. Yeah, it's August. <laughs> I was like, no, I was like, no. Dang ma- it, the math doesn't. It. <laughs> There's three kinds of people in this world: people who can count and people who can't. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I it, it just depends where his heart is and if he wants to go with money. But dude, I I know. I've been saying like we got too much people. Days. We got too much people in AEW, but throw fucking money at Joe, dude. Get yeah. Joe on AEW. Well, Tony Khan, and this uh, this actually just came out not too long ago. Tony Khan says that AEW is set for quote huge expansion. Uh, I'm iffy on that. <laughs> he re- he revealed the company is set for a huge expansion during the latest episode of AEW Unrestricted podcast. Claimed that the double or nothing pay per view will be the starting point. And the company plans on adding to their roster as part of the expansion. Quote, there's going to be a huge expansion of the company, and I think that's where Double or Nothing comes in. Our huge signature pay-per-view, we take our quarterly events seriously. I want Double or Nothing to be one of the great pay-per-views we've done. 
And I think the return of crowds is going to help boost this great card. Oh, for sure. But I also think that we have to start expanding the roster in AEW. Yeah. And there's going to be great moments and great surprises on the show. And I believe that we're also just bell to bell going to deliver an awesome p- wrestling pay-per-view for the fans at home and for all 5,000 plus in Daly's place. On AEW's new show, Rampage, being part of that expansion, he said, with Rampage coming in, it's a great time to expand. We're going to do all kinds of expansion, whether it's the new show, new programming. We're going to launch quarterly specials with TNT. These super cards that I'm very excited about, which I don't know if you heard about that part, the super super cards they're going to be doing. So they're moving to TBS, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think we covered last week. But or, the sorry, ones the, on the, the quarterly will be on TNT. Yes. So once... Once every quarter, they're going to do a special card that's going to air on TNT. Yeah. So, uh, so they're going to. It's going to be like a mini pay per view. Dude, I'm. I'm oh, sorry if you got more to say. Uh, as she says, good. and that is something that we all want. And w- as we plan ahead with TBS and TNT, it's going to have more programming ahead with TNT. I have this fear. <laughs> fear. <laughs> Once you said this, because okay, uh, what'd you say is called Rampage? Rampage. It's only an hour. Yeah. But still, if even if you're if you're beefing up, okay, you have talent which is not. I don't know, like there's not too much going on, yeah, right now. Like I need, I think you need to focus on that. Like, yeah, you could try your best to get more people, but like if you're gonna, I don't know, if you're just gonna hire more people just because of Rampage, I don't know if that's like a hundred percent a good idea. But I'm just a podcaster, don't don't know shit to be honest with you. Like <laughs> I just see it as. You have okay, and don't get me wrong. Maybe you are per, uh, pushing these people on dark. Yeah, maybe that's what they're doing. But like, they said, Rampage is going to be as big as Dynamite. Yeah, and it's going to be the equally, you know, like that. Uh, but you know, AEW is good at putting a lot of matches on in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I just get nervous that some <laughs> of the original people that signed along with him are going to get pissed off and that's part yeah. of the company like you know what you haven't done nothing for me like one comes to mind like i know this is a slow process but they should have tied a rocket to his back scorpio sky um yeah. i know he won what's that pay-per-view we got the brass ring yeah <laughs> and then the next day i mean oh well not the next day but he challenged darby and lost mm-hmm. and then he disappeared just for a short period of time and then ethan page came along another tag team which there's nothing wrong and and they're doing a slow storyline with a lot of things but i thought maybe scorpio sky was going to be the next tnt champion yeah. And don't get me wrong, you're going to have to bypass certain people, but look, they just put on Miro, which Miro's a beast, mm-hmm. but Scorpio Sky, I mean, Miro just surpassed Scorpio Sky. Yeah. So there's certain situations. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. It was on a podcast. Uh, someone that was very positive. I can't remember. Oh, man. Someone from AEW, and they said online, uh, they said on the podcast that, I was talking about something. Scorpio Sky was in the locker room, and he's kind of being bitter a little bit. He said something. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who it was, though. I cannot remember who it was. Maybe it was Ethan Page. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't blame him, you know? He's been around for a while. What, and is Scorpio Sky in the mid to late 30s? 
So, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's also what's your mindset, which, you know, the wrestler's mindset. Oh, wow. What? Scorpio Sky is 38. Yes. That's. I that's, thought he was like no, so much younger. No. I knew he was mid to late. So he's almost getting to the close to that 40. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you really haven't done. I mean, yeah, maybe he's doing good and dark and he's with the tag mm-hmm. team with Ethan Page, but. What do you do? You know what I mean? That's just the same thing for... Um, holy crap, I keep on forgetting his Ethan name. Ethan Page is 31. He's 31. So it could, it could be one of those things where the reason why they're putting them together is for Scorpio Sky to get a little bit of fame, a little notoriety, and also build up Ethan Page. Could be. I mean, they do good together. They yeah. really do. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Murder Hawk. He's in his late 30s. Mm-hmm. You know, and he hasn't got the TNT championship. Miro just surpassed him. <laughs> 44. Huh? Lance Archer is 44. 44. So he's yeah. in his mid-40s. He's still a beast. But yeah. still, you just let Miro surpass him. And Lance Archer's been here for a while looking like a beast. And I'm not taking shots at Miro. <laughs> what? What? So, I, I t- <laughs> so I'm typing in, you know, how old is Lance Archer? How yeah. old is Scorpio Sky? I put in how old is Miro, and it pulled up Joan Miro. Yeah. Uh, he's a Spanish pa- painter, sculptor, and, and more born in Barcelona. He's 90, just in case you're wondering. Oh, okay. Well, hey, this is the random fact of the day. You heard it first. Yeah. <laughs> WNS Podcast 35. exclusive. He's 35. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, like, they have this storyline which well let me Miro's... let me pose a question to okay you. uh when it comes to an american audience who do they know more miro or lance archer miro okay it, well i mean in it a is worldwide Miro. It is Miro. worldwide in it's... a worldwide is it lance archer or is it rusev day <sighs> it's still Rusev Day. To I be mean, honest with you, I mean, I mean, Lance Archer did stuff in Japan. He did TNA, and so people yeah. had to remember it from that. But still, and that's that's one of the things you know. Impact got a lot of slack for picking up quote WWE rejects, and the same thing is being said about AEW. They're picking up all these old guys from all these people who couldn't cut it in in WWE, but they were in WWE, the largest wrestling business in the world. Yeah, undoubtedly. You know, you can make a claim for New Japan. It's not. It's not as big. Yeah. It's. It's just not. AEW is not as big as WWE. So when you get a chance to get one of these big name guys, who for years people were saying, why aren't they pushing Rusev? What, you know, they had a chance to build him as a star. We've been saying this. They had a chance to build him as a star. They butchered it. They, you know, they screwed it up. Dude rode in a tank and lost his match. Like what yeah, the hell? Yeah, I, I see your point. Yeah. yeah. So as and that's the thing. Like we've we've had this we've had this discussion where, you know, you only have so many top prizes. Yeah. And you don't want to like hot shot the title. So it's like it's one of those slippery slopes but where it's like, oh in this situation though, Lance Archer's forty four though. He is. That's the thing. He is. But you also have to think, is he gonna draw money 
Is he going to draw that audience? Are people going to tune in to see him? I don't. Well, I don't know for sure, but they, yeah. they've been booking him like a motherfucking beast, though. Well, he was booked, he was booked that way in New Japan. Yes, the whole thing about like beating people up before he even gets to the ring. He did that in New Japan. He would beat up the young boys standing mm-hmm. around the ring. He'd beat up the camera crew. You know, anyone who'd gotten his way. Yeah, I think it's personally hilarious. Yeah, uh, but. You know, it's the same. It's the same thing that yeah. he did. So they took that. They put Jake the Snake Roberts with him, which I think was good. Yeah. Because yeah. again, former WWE legend that everybody knows. You put amazing him amazing mouthpiece. Yeah, you put him with Lance Archer. People are like, oh, who's? Look at the size of this guy. You know. Yeah. So it's a good way to introduce him to the to the American audience who might not remember that he had short hair and yeah. you know a tramp stamp yeah. tattoo and in his time in WWE. You know, he went, I, and, he went and developed his character. I just want to say this, though. I don't know when his career is going to be over with yeah. Lance Archer, but before that is before that happens, mm-hmm. at least put a freaking title on him. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. And, and he may not. I mean, I don't know deep down if he really wants a title. You know, some mm-hmm. people may. I'm just in for a storyline, you know. If I yeah. get a title, cool. If not. And one of the things you also have to worry about is that they are doing long-term booking, which I applaud them for doing. But you also have to worry about the attention span of the fans because you look at how they treated uh, Hangman Adam Page. Like, you can tell the stories written on the wall that Adam Page has to be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega, right? Well, then he loses his match to uh, Brian Cage as the number one contender and he drops down in the ranks. Now, he's going to go up against, uh, he's going to go up against Cage at double or nothing so it could be a chance for him to get back on on track yeah so you have all these people that could be potentially lined up as opponents for kenny omega but in my mind in my mind as far as long-term storytelling it has to be adam page yeah it has to be because Mm. they were the tag team champs they had the whole split page got depressed omega became the star you know like that's that's where the story is told so it's like, yeah, but they gotta. I want to see Pac. I want to see Orange Cassidy. I want to see Christian Cage. I want to see, uh, you know, Lance Archer. I want to see all these people to become champion. Yeah, but that's not where the story is going to be told. No. The story is being told in Adam Page, but if you take too long, then it's going to be like, all right, they're going to do this or not. Yeah, that stuff too. It, you could lose it, or and also mm-hmm. depend on certain wrestlers and the timing. Yeah, you got certain wrestlers that are getting older. You yeah, know? I'm not just talking about Lance Archer. You got Christian. Yeah. You know, you got who else? I think they're doing Sting well. Yeah, in his role, yeah. he is. He is putting. The We're about rocket. to see a match with the. <sighs> I'm nervous to watch that, but he. He's gonna he what he is there for is to get eyes on Darby Allen. Yeah. Because every time Sting's on TV, Darby Allen's on TV. To be honest with you, I never watched WCW and I knew of Sting, but yeah. I'm telling you what, I know he was older in TNA, but he his role was good in TNA. He wrestled well in yeah. TNA. I mean, he's an icon. He's he is an, an icon. icon in wrestling of yeah. today. So to to be standing next to an icon similar to Jake the Snake Roberts it gets eyes on that particular person and going, yeah. wow, who's this guy? And then Darby Allen goes out and does what Darby Allen does. Damn near kills himself. 
you know what's so crazy? Like all the new guys are coming in. The older new guys like Paul White mm-hmm. and Christian. If you listen to when they did the the circuit of podcasts, they all said someone they definitely want to work with. Just something about him. Darby Allen. Yeah, they can't. You can't describe it. Has that it? But when factor. someone has that it factor, that they're like kind of reminds me <clears throat> kind of like Jeff Hardy, kind of. Yeah, I mean it's not just because of the of the face paint because I mean obviously you know you can relate that to Sting, fucking Daredevil, like Jeff Hardy. But yeah, the fact that he puts his body on the line, like he he legitimately will break his back for this company. Like you know, I keep thinking back to the uh, the spot that he did against Miro. Where he did the 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 torpedo dive out to the ring, and literally Miro is such a big guy, he just bounced off of him and slammed into the gate. Yeah, the the security gate. I'm like, he's so little, but yeah. he has such a fight to him. Yeah. You know, like that's something that fans gravitated to Rey Mysterio for. Yep. He was the smallest guy on the roster, but he goes out there and finds a way to win. Same mm. with Darby Allen. He's an underdog that does not care what happens to his body as long as he wins. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he wants to do. And he's going to go out there and do it. And so you've got a star in Darby Allen. You have a potential star in Hangman Adam Page. But, like, they, they still need to, like, build him up. Yeah, you know? they, they have still not. need to tell a story. He hasn't really been on Dynamite here recently, you know. So you've got this match, and I'm like, oh, okay. All right, well, I guess this is from that, that loss that he suffered a few weeks back, you know. I'm still in the mindset where I like I like pretty much everyone in AEW except for yeah. Brian Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know that's the sorry. Thing. Like, unf- I don't think he sucks. I'm just not no. into him. I'm just not into yeah. him. Yeah. I mean Vince McMahon would cream his pants to get yeah. him. But we'll get him. Uh, yeah. The cream. <laughs> uh, but they're just unfortunately they're just not enough top positions. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You can have tag champs. You've got your minor title. You've got your major title. And you've got your women's title. That is five spots. Yeah. Six people total that are going to be champion yeah. at one point. Well, I want to ask you something that kind of ties into that. All right. And I can't decipher, decipher if it's real or not. Yeah. How do you feel about that tweet from uh, FTR? Again. Stirring the pot, like if someone gets in front of me again, mm-hmm. like for the tag team titles, I'm going to quit and stuff. And they're talking about like everyone's getting shots, but not us. That could be heels being heels. Um, you know they're involved in a different storyline. Yeah, that's that's just it. it you know? It's really got me through a loop because of that whole tag team you yeah. know situation. We don't like the rules. Like that, that threw me for a loop. So I'm like. Are they throwing real stuff at us? Yeah. Like, I just don't they're, they're know. They're blurring the lines of reality. They've got me. They got me because usually yeah. we could tell. But this one, I'm like, I can't. I'm like. And that's and that's something that you also have to take into consideration. Who do you have on your roster that will do what we ask of them in hopes that, you know, I promise down the line, might not be today, it's not going to be tomorrow, it won't be next week. One day down the line, you will be one of our top stars. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need you to be patient. You know, patient, keep putting in that hard work. You know, it's well, not that, going that unnoticed. That group's going to help them. Yeah, you know oh, absolutely. I mean? Being part of the pinnacle. You yeah. are with the top hill in the company, yeah. MJF. Yeah. And you're going up against one of the top factions in all of AEW, something that's mm-hmm. been there since day one. Yep. Day one of Dynamite. The inner circle was formed, you know, so... 
you know, that in itself is a big storyline. You're on the pay-per-view. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. You know, now if you're complaining that you're not getting a title shot, well, finish your storyline first and then, and then we'll, then we'll talk. We'll see yeah. how we do, you know, cause you haven't been having a whole lot of tag matches. You've been focused on. And you circle. know, there's certain wrestlers that like they've been part of storyline. So you may not get to see, you know, what they're, used to doing mm-hmm. take for instance uh proud and powerful yeah uh santana ortiz mm-hmm. a lot of people are like yeah you're just been in the storyline with jericho and inner circle so yeah. you haven't been that tough uh you haven't gotten to showcase you. yes so you know i think that may change coming up oh absolutely yeah um you know it's again it's one of those things where there are some people that are incredibly talented that just might not become champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hate to see it happen. You don't want it to happen, but it unfortunately is, you know, there are some folks like, to be honest, I could see Joey Janela maybe become a TNT champion. I cannot, I cannot picture him as an AEW champion, like no. the AEW champion, the no. head, the head of, you know, AEW. Um, and there and there are others like that. Like I felt, I felt like they could have put the title on Scorpio Sky, the TNT title. I felt like that would have been an excellent fit for him. They chose to go a different direction, and you know that's understandable. So maybe he would become tag champion. He's again. a champion. He has that big, large Sonic ring. That's right. He grabbed that brass ring. <laughs> he could run fast now. Um, but yeah, there's there are just going to be some stars that are going to be there to help. To help others get there. Yeah. Hang, Hangman Adam Page is a future world champion. Yeah. Jungle Boy has potential to be a future world world champion. I think before anything, he's going to probably be... It'll be TNT. Tag, tag no, or TNT. Tag, yeah. Yeah. Uh, MJF, future world champion. Oh, hell yeah. The dude. day that that happens, my God. Oh, he's going to let everyone know, and there's going to oh, be yeah. a... Uh, a new presence mm-hmm. in the air, and you can feel it, and his yeah. cockiness. And yep. I mean, awesome. if we're doing long-term storytelling booking, I would have Hangman Adam Page be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega, become the champ, have him have a good run, and MJF will be the one to dethrone Hangman Adam Page because Adam Page is one of the most popular faces that they have right now. Mm-hmm. You know, once the crowds return, the cowboy shit chants are coming back. Yes. All that. And MJF is going to be the one to silence them or stir up the booze. So I feel that in itself could be six months of booking right there. You know, however, however long they decide to have Adam Page be a champion whenever that day comes. But it could also be one of those things where Adam Page becomes champion and the ratings drop. I don't. You, you just don't know. It it all depends on how they book them. Yeah, book them, Dano. But um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, they have there are a lot of hot topics for us to get to, um, but we're already like an hour in the show, so we'll go through through some of these, and then we'll do our double or nothing predictions. Uh, since uh, Double or Nothing will be taking place this Sunday. So um, 
on top of the releases, uh, there was another release that happened or was announced today for WWE. NXT personality Josiah Williams, I which I, I was not familiar with, don't know who it is. Uh, has been released by WWE. Apparently, he's appeared on various digital properties and did the theme music for Cameron Grimes. Oh, wow. Um, another thing that we didn't talk about because we weren't here last week, mm-hmm. Velveteen Dream. Yeah. At long last uh, released, I know a lot of fans have been clamoring, why are all these people being let go? You know, you got, uh, who was it, Wolf? They got released. Oh, yeah. From NXT. A few other people. And then Velveteen Dream, that was one of the big ones. Um, and so, I, from what I've heard, he was not the most professional person to work with. Yeah. Um, and then you throw those accusations in the mix, and you throw the uh, car accident that he was involved with. It just did not seem like a good picture to paint for Velveteen Dream. No. Um, he has since made a statement. Oh, yeah. Basically saying all these accusations are false and blah, 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 you know. But I don't know. When... When you have Rob Schroberger or whatever his name is, the artist, like the one uh, who does all the paintings and stuff, yeah. when he goes out and says, I'll just say this, Velveteen Dream is the most unprofessional person I've ever worked with. Wow. Or I've ever met or something like that. Like that tells that tells you something. When someone not related to the wrestling business comes out and says, dude, this guy's unprofessional. You know, uh, supposedly he was in tight with some of the WWE officials, but there's a, uh, there's a recent story that came out that apparently he did something he was not supposed to, and it was to the wrong person. And so that person went to someone and all right, he's gone. Hopefully that comes out. I would like to know. I would like to hear the tell all. I would like to know what happened. Um, but do you think with all this stuff, you think companies will try to pick him up? I think there will be one or two because, I mean, he's still, he's like 24. Yeah. You know, he has room I to, could picture impact. Yeah. He has room to grow and hopefully mature. And, you know, if the accusations come out to be false, then, you know, he has nothing to worry about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, in time, maybe more will, more information will occur. But just right now, we just don't know. Uh, another one of the big releases was the NXT referee. Um, yeah, what's his name? Drake Wirtz. Wirtz, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know the whole situation, but they, they're saying that he has a very radical view. Yes. and Like, he even skipped either an NXT live show or the last takeover so that he could, he could go, you know, rant and rave about his political thoughts. So what do you mean? he just went somewhere to, yeah, just to huh. wave his flag or hold a sign or whatever it was. Um, and there was also talks that last year during the pandemic, during the Black Lives Matter protest, Triple H came out and gave like a rousing speech to the entire locker room. You know, we are unified, we are one. And apparently, he walked out on it. Huh. It was like this is bull. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. And apparently that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Wow. Um, And then his radical views started coming out, being made more public. And that was, I think that was kind of it. People were like, you know what? This guy is 
not going to be the best to work with. But uh, so he was so he was released. Um, He's been with the company for a while. He had been, yeah. Um, something that happened yesterday or last night actually. It happened last night. I know this because I was watching part of it as it happened. Well, not before it happened. Uh, Paige, WWE superstar Paige, believe it or not, she's still under contract with WWE. <laughs> she got banned from Twitch last night. How? She was live streaming a movie and having a watch along. Now, the thing is, you can do a watch along, just not on Twitch. Like, you can do it on Discord or other platforms. Can't do that on Twitch because they are cracking down on copyrighted material. Yeah. So. Her stream, her channel has now been banned. The irony of it is that it was to the movie Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> it's like, why would you? Why would you stream a movie on your Twitch? Like that's Did so get, dumb. Like, cut off like in while I was doing it. Or, Not like, sure. Afterwards? But I just I know that she was streaming because I like I watched part of it, like the scene where uh, they're they're in Aspen and they're standing over the trash can with the fire and Jeff Daniels hands are like freezing. He's like, Oh my, my fingers are numb. And you know, um, Jim Carrey's character like takes off an extra layer of gloves. He's like, here, you can, you can use these. My fingers are starting to get a little sweaty. That was, that scene was, was playing when I was watching, watching her stream. So it's kind of like, wow. I don't know if it happened during the stream or if it happened after the stream, but her channel is banned. She will not be able to stream. She will not be able to make revenue from it. She might be able to dispute it of some kind, but it's not going to be Does she have multiple strikes? It's supposed to be a three-strike-you're-out kind of thing, but for that, it was just an instant ban. Wow. So, I don't know. Uh, other Hot Topic news, we'll try, and, we'll try and breeze through some of these real quick. I mean, we'll, obviously, we'll stop and talk about some of them. Uh, Buff Bagwell arrested last weekend for an alleged hit-and-run incident as well as other misdemeanor charges like giving false information to a law enforcement officer, uh, having an open container, and following too closely. Uh, Bagwell is scheduled to appear in court on July 22nd and July 23rd for charges of this incident and a previous incident. Wow. <laughs> so he's buffed the stuff and the girls can't get enough, and if he doesn't watch it, the guys won't get enough either. <laughs> Don't drop the soap. Did he get pulled over with his hat on? <laughs> I doubt it. I did see the mugshot, though, and it was like, oof. <laughs> um, Looking rough. So, apparently, there's a uh, there's a big push for Zia, uh, Zia Lee. I don't yeah. know how to say that right. Zia, Zia, Zia Lee, planned in WWE, so be on the lookout for that. Um, Fightful Select is reporting. So, I don't know if you've noticed, but Eva Marie is coming back. And I read of what she's gonna do. I've described I've described her past to my wife, and my wife now hates Eva Marie. <laughs> she's like, so she's not coming back to like, she's just coming back for the fame. I'm like, pretty much. Like, she used it as a plat. Like I described her of how she was brought on to be in Total Divas, and they listed her as a WWE superstar, but she had never done anything. They caught her to wrestle though. She'd done nothing. Yeah, I mean, she had done nothing in the business, and they're like, "Oh, she's a WWE superstar." Like, no, no, she is not. No, no, no. She's this not. is this is a creative character in you know two K twenty. This you is know. JoJo. Yeah. So, um, but Fightful Select is reporting that the working. 
plan isn't for Eva Marie to wrestle, but to use her as a vehicle to help get another female talent over. So they're no. having they're having these weeks of build up just to piss off the WWE fans. How is she gonna get over? Maybe she's the not a wrestler. She's oh my god. Who knows? Stupid. All I know is that there are a lot of fans that are pissed off about her coming oh, yeah. back. And I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm not thrilled. Um, Anthony Agogo, the British guy. Yep. Governor, as they're announcing. He's announced that he is. Uh, he suffered an injury while training over the course of the week. He's got a broken rib. Oh, so he's got a match coming up against Cody, Cody Rhodes. And Gosh, darn it. He's still planning on wrestling, and he's going to be wrestling with a broken rib. That's not going to be fun. No, it's not. He said it sucks. <laughs> it sucks a lot right now. It's going to suck more. I'm going to uh, have some painkillers. Pretty much. Um, so be on the lookout for that as we will dive into Double or Nothing in just a little mm. bit. Um, so there have been some big talks that have uh, arisen here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, WWE in talks with John Cena to return to the wrestling ring, but he kind of pissed uh, he kind of pissed WWE off because he pissed China off by uh, promoting the Fast and Furious upcoming night. He film. stated something. What that- he said, it was he was he was uh, delivering a speech in Mandarin yeah. about the first country that's going to get to see the upcoming Fast 9 film is Taiwan. Well, China has a big problem with that. They yeah. don't recognize Taiwan as a country. No. And they were, the Chinese government was furious about this comment. Wait, is Taiwan a country? Yes, it is. It is. Yes, but China doesn't recognize it as that. Oh. You know, are they going to get mad at us because we just said that? Probably. <laughs> looks like we're not going to get that Chinese money. Damn, Damn it. it. Um... So John Cena had to issue an apology saying, I am so very, very sorry. I love the Chinese people. I love China. You guys are all amazing. Please accept my apology. I'm sorry for what I said. And uh, CM Punk even trolled him a little bit by making his bio on his Twitter handle, Taiwan is a, is a uh, country. So, okay. I don't feel like John Cena is a political person. No. I feel like he's just he's doing that movie. Yeah. So he has to do press tour. They're doing a press it. tour. And I don't think it's something that, you know, it just probably just came out of his mouth and then they were probably like the people It's probably movie, he it's didn't like, know. Yeah, he, he didn't, didn't know, know that China has a and beef with guess what? With Taiwan. Like, hey, you need to say something to to yeah. rectify this and well, stuff. The thing is is that it has become almost a joke in the last couple of years that all of these companies, the NBA Disney, Fox, all of these companies are like sucking the teat of China because, you know, they're shelling out big money for representation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, uh, what was it? The movie The Meg that came out not too long ago. That was a big movie for China because it had Chinese actors in it. And a lot of people criticize it because, like, these actors aren't any good. Like, sorry, like yeah. you know, they're not the best actors. Yeah. But, you know, you want to have more representation, I get it. So all of these companies are basically sucking up to China to get all of this big money. 
because what China's the the second biggest market for uh, what movies and stuff, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and so you know these companies are bending over backwards for China. Uh, you know, matter of fact, a couple years ago, um, there was an NBA player, coach, associate, somebody who made a comment about it, and the NBA had to apologize profusely to to China and they were like this is an outrage I can't believe you would say something like this and they're like you know we're so sorry and people are like why are y'all doing this you know because money because of the money exactly is freedom of speech not a thing over there it's a dictatorship over there dictatorship okay yeah because you know John Cena is just doing what he has to do because of his the people who hired him uh, for his movie, so and a lot of people are scalding the hell out of John Cena. Yeah, yeah. Some people say, "Okay, uh, we're not gonna accept this until you say Taiwan's a country, mm-hmm. or something like that." And then other people are like, "Oh, that's stupid," or "We don't accept this." And there was one person who's like, "You know, someone needs to sit down and talk to him, you know, because he don't understand our politics, yeah, just like we don't understand their politics." So many, many foreign media outlets. Describe China as totalitarian, authoritarian, soft authoritarian, as a surveillance state, or as a dictatorship. So, there you go. Basically, they control, their their uh, government controls what their people do, say, yeah. eat, watch, all of that. Like when the, uh, when the COVID vaccine came out they were like nope it's not everything's fine here we're all good and then when it started hitting the world they're like oh well yeah we had a few deaths we had like 2600 deaths <laughs> they never released the actual total yeah they refused they're like nope hey we had a small outbreak and everything's good now wow so 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 wb is mad WWE is upset because John Cena made negative press. Yes. So at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, does this affect John Cena's stance with WWE? I doubt it. Because he's still the golden boy. Yeah. But like, here's the thing. There's there's talk of having him return at the first SmackDown that's live to challenge Roman Reigns for the uh, Universal Championship. Yeah. And I'm like, the only way that they can book this right is if Roman Reigns absolutely obliterates John Cena. If they bring him back for that, that is the only thing you can do. If John Cena, who has been gone for two or three years, returns... And Whoa, is, has he? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't involved in anything last year. The last match that he had was against The Undertaker at WrestleMania those, what, two years ago? Three years ago. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, because we had WrestleMania in front of the live crowd this year. Last year was the pandemic, and the year before that was his last match. That's nuts. Yeah. So, you know, if you have his first match in two or three years come by, and you beat the head of the table, the, the most compelling superstar on SmackDown on all of WWE right now, Oh, I would lose my shit. I'd be so pissed off. And then that's not only that, but he, in the coffin of WWE. Not only that, but you have him break 
Ric Flair's 16-time record, oh, fans would lose it. They want would John lose it. To be a 20-time champion. <laughs> Although they're never going to be able to beat R-Truth's 24-7 oh, yeah. title. How, how many? He's like 47 or something like that, 43. Got nothing on that, Ric Flair. That's right. Uh, other big news, WWE reportedly in talks with New Japan Pro Wrestling. No official confirmation yet. I feel like that's like a grain of salt to me. This would allow WWE talent to wrestle in New Japan and would essentially close the door, the forbidden door to AEW. But, yeah, knowing WWE, they want that. But at the same time, that's, yeah, that's probably why they're like, yeah, we'll talk door, to you guys. WWE's going to be like, okay, well... We don't want you wrestling certain styles with our superstars. We don't want you to hurt, you know. Yeah. The, they have to have those talks too. Yeah. And then that shuts down like no. I don't it's want probably, w- I don't want WWE with that crossover cuz you know Vince and all those people are going to be like this. No, you can't wrestle like this. You can't do sh- crazy shit like that. Well, we don't it, want our superstars. It'll probably be if our talent is in your venue, they can wrestle however they want. But if uh your talent's in ours, yeah, your talent you're going to wrestle, wrestle like our that. style. So, I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, final about a bit of hot topic news before we move on to our uh, preview of Double or Nothing. Impact star Matt Cardona will be out up to three months due to a fractured orbital bone following yeah. an attack from Brian Myers. So uh, that's a little bit of rough news. I mean, he just he I just like had I, that injury at the pay per view yeah, where he like scared and then he started wrestling again. And then. Yeah. Now he has a fractured orbital bone. Ugh. But the first thing that went to my head, I don't know about you, but I've been watching the A and E biographies and the most wanted treasures or whatever that they've been doing, and uh, they did one with Undertaker and Kane, mm-hmm. and they went to like Undertaker's storage shed and found the Phantom of the Opera mask that he used to wear when he had a fractured orbital bone. Oh wow! Like I don't know if you remember that. No. But he came out in a in a face mask. Similar to like Phantom of the Opera, except it was, you know, it covered this much of his face instead of just, you know, half yeah. of his face. And uh, I was like, there you go. Just just do that. You can just have him do that. Um, but, um, you know, so unfortunately he's going to be out of action for a little bit. And, um, you know, hopefully he can come back better than ever. Yeah. So, uh, so with that, we're going to go into our double or nothing preview. I don't know if you want to do predictions, but we can certainly It'll talk matter. about the matches, give our thoughts on who we think we might win. Uh, no official predictions here. Um, so the buy-in pre-show is going to see Serena D versus Riho for the NWA Women's Championship. I feel like Serena D is going to hold that. Yeah, for sure. She just came back from injury, but it'll be good to see Riho again. Yeah. Uh, they... They're supposedly going to change the style of the seating for uh, Double or Nothing. Okay. Similar to that of Fight for the Fallen, where they had the crowd on the stage as they come out. I'm trying to remember that. I don't remember. (laughs) It was a long time ago. But basically, you know, that center stage where they walk out, where they do their entrances, now that's going to be fans okay so that they're gonna have fans in attendance because uh someone tweeted out hey i just got an email from aew my tickets were in this section and now they're moving me up on stage so it looks like they're gonna have you know so when the hard camera is facing the ring nice there's gonna be the crowd behind them which that'll be pretty cool 
Um, so they'll just they'll have their entrances and uh, and and go from there. Uh, the Casino Battle Royal Royale uh, winner gets an AEW title match in the future. I'm thinking Christian. I, I mean, it has to be. He's yeah. he's the biggest name. Unless they do like a big surprise, it's probably going to go to Christian. But the participants, as it stands so far, there could be more announced later on. Uh, Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, Varsity Blondes, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Matt Hardy, The Acclaimed, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, Preston Vance, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Private Party, Penta El Cerro Miedo, uh, QT Marshall, and uh, Nick Comoroto are also there. So, um, yeah. So, I feel like it's going to go to Christian Cage, yeah. go up against probably Kenny Omega, and lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. We've got Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. Oh, I feel boy. like Anthony's going to win it. They'll probably work safe. They're probably not. He's probably not going to take too many bumps. It's like fuck. I'm not looking forward to this match. He's gonna. Now. He's gonna land that big punch yeah. that's been knocking everyone out to Cody Rhodes, and you know, Bob's your uncle. Ring the bell. Bob is my Oak. uncle. Bob is your uncle. That's right. Oh, thank you. I've got an uncle named Bob. B. Bob. Bob. Yeah. Uh, AEW Women's Championship. We'll see Hikaru Shida versus. Dr. Britt Baker. Time to pull the trigger D on M Britt Baker. So they Same have Britt officially, Baker. we have officially surpassed one year with Hikaru Shida as your AEW Women's Champion. 100. And 100. 365. Um, an impressive feat um, for our, what, like fourth Women's Champion? There yeah. was Riho, Nyla Rose, um, and I think Hikaru, Hikaru got it from uh, from Nyla, I believe. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Britt Baker. It does feel like time. Britt Baker is is on the rise, and uh, it'll be refreshing. It'll yeah, be for, a sure. New, for sure. You know, new challengers and all that, because Hikaru has run the gauntlet. She has beaten everybody. Yep. So uh, so it it's it'll be good. So uh, Britt Baker will probably end up winning that one for the first time in six years, I think. Sting will have a live in-ring oh, match. Stang. Stang will have an, a live in-ring match, teaming up with Darby Allen to go up against Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. These young pups are going to run all over Sting. But um, I don't know. Uh, I think Darby, Sting and Darby Allen. I, yeah, I feel like you got to give Sting the win, um, even though he's not as mobile as he once was. I feel kind of bummed that this match is taking place because the first and only match that I have seen that involves Sting was, until recently, his last match. So it was the only match in WWE that I had ever seen, the only match WCW because I never got to see him wrestle in WCW. So I've seen him wrestle four times. It's, it's kind of like uh, watching... Shawn Michaels wrestle out past his retirement. Yeah. It's like, damn it. Why'd you have to go and ruin a good thing? <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourself. You know, like you mean Rick? No, I mean, Shawn Michaels. Cause he was, he was the one who oh. stayed retired. Yeah. Then he did the thing with triple H overseas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I and it's like, you. damn yeah. it, why'd you have to go and do that? Same with Ric Flair. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, Stone Cold and Rock. Well, don't not Rock. Stone Cold doesn't wrestle. Yeah. Well, physically, I don't know if he can. But, I don't know. I mean, he's in good shape. Yeah. But just don't like, just stunner anymore. Ju- well, just because of like, yeah, the fusions in his neck and all that, spine, just, like, tailbone. Yeah. 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 I mean, God, it's it sucks that he had those injuries that he did because like. He had such a short run in WWE, but it was so monumental to the business. Yes. It's like, what would he have done had he gotten to wrestle 10, 12 more? You know? Oh, dude, we would have had awesome matches with like current superstars and yeah. stuff. And, but yeah, that yeah. would have been interesting. So uh, I feel like Sting and Darby are going to get the win. And it's one of those things where it's like, God, you know, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, they need this win. They do. But they do. You know, more than likely it's going to Sting. They're being team players. Sting. Yeah. More than likely. They'll probably be like, hey, look, do us a solid. We'll put you in the rankings for the tag titles and get you going up there. Uh, AEW TNT Championship. This is probably the match that I'm most yes, looking forward to. Yes, because this is going to be hard hitting. Yeah. Miro versus Lance Archer. I hope slug it's like fest. a back and forth slugfest. I, yeah, I hope this match starts. To be honest with, with you, I don't want Miro to dominate Lance. Yeah, yeah, I want it to be a a slugfest. Like go out hitting haymakers, doing what they do. Like Miro's a big guy, but he's athletic. Lance Archer is a huge guy yes. who is also athletic. Yes. So as long as they are safe, I want them doing. Good shit. Small, small guy stuff as big man. You know Lance you know, Archer does uh, fly, high-flying shit as well, a big yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, Archer will do the, the walk in the ropes and, you know, all that stuff. So I'm hoping to see some really good stuff. Again, I want them to be safe. Yes. But I want it to be good. But I feel like Miro's going to Yeah, that is the, the match I'm one. most looking forward to. I feel like Miro's going to win, though. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree. Uh, Young Bucks versus John Moxley, Eddie Kingston for the AEW Tag Team Championship. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this will be interesting to see which direction they go. I feel like Young Bucks are still on the rise yep. of what they're trying to do. Yep. It's kind of stalled a little bit, but for the most part, it's still going up with them being just these pretentious pricks. Uh, so I feel like Young Bucks are probably going to get the win. Um, but I would... I would be okay if John Moxley and Eddie Kingston become tag champs. You know, get their revenge for the exploding <laughs> exploding ring that Oh, poof, the Young Bucks are going to get their revenge out. because Eddie Kingston and John Moxley stole their shoes. They did. So, deal we'll have to have to see how that works. Uh AEW Championship, Kenny Omega versus Pack versus this be fun. This this versus Orange Cassidy. This should be fun. It should be a very fun match. Uh, it would be curious to see how it plays out. Yeah. Uh, I feel like these three will have really good chemistry in the ring. You know, Pac's going to go out there. and I like how Kenny Omega and Don Callis have been talking to uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It's, hey, it's man. Been fun. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Turn up the contract. He didn't even read it, man. He didn't even read it. Well, we knew that you were going to do that, so we have a second contract right here. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I feel like Kenny Omega is going to take it. Oh, for you know, sure. We've been talking this whole this whole show about how I feel like Adam Page is going to be the one. Bang. I mean, they still have to let this forbidden door. I'm I'm the champion of this company and this company play out a little bit longer. I feel like, yeah. you know what I mean. He still has to win more. Yeah. He needs to go out and win more titles. I felt I, I don't I know felt like they should have they should do more with. Do that. you think Andrade is going to beat him? No. You sure? 
Maybe. I'm not 100% sure that he's going to retain with Andrade. Yeah. I'm like half and half. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. When is that? Oh, I do not know. Okay. So the final match will be stadium. Did we talk about Brian Cage versus Hangman Adam Page? Nope. Cage versus Page? Cage uh, versus Page in a Page Cage I match. I feel like Adam Page has to win this. Yes. You know, he lost He lost that last match because, uh, you know. Lock the, Cage the rest in a of, Cage match. The rest of Team Taz got involved. And I feel like this time he'll have the Dark Order in his pot, in his in his corner um so that'll be sort of the the neutralizer there but adam page i think is going to win that one uh stadium stampede two pinnacle versus inner circle if inner circle loses inner circle jerk they must disband yeah it's going to be a fun match i don't know how fun it is going to be compared to the elite versus inner circle that was pretty entertaining that one was entertaining i feel like this one's going to be more of a war yeah and supposedly they have something special planned but haven't really announced what aliens like something involved with the fans aliens yeah it could be aliens <laughs> confirmed ufos we know that much yep um but i just don't know i don't know i feel like i feel like the pinnacle will win mm-hmm. just so that you know sammy Guevara can be a star um, Jericho and Hager can do what they do. Plus, I Jericho, think Hager's going to stay with Jericho. Well, I was going to say, Jericho, I'm, I have a feeling he's going to be gearing up to go on tour with Fozzie. Uh, take a break. Concerts are going to be coming back. So, you know, plus he's dealing with a legit injury of his arm. So it is a legit. I believe thing. so. Because he's still going to do Stadium Stampede? Maybe. Maybe he'll uh, put a cast on or something and use it as a weapon. Shit. Um, but, uh, um, so maybe he'll take a little time off. He'll heal, then he'll go on tour. Uh, you got Proud and Powerful, who you know will probably be eyeing the Young Bucks. Oh yeah. Um, then you've got the Pinnacle as the new top heel faction in AEW. Who's gonna Who's gonna take them down? So I feel like the Pinnacle will probably get the win. Um, how about you? Pinnacle, yeah, Pinnacle. for sure, for sure. Yeah. See, the Elite is disbanded right now. For the most part, yeah. For the most part. But I don't think that um, the Pinnacle is going to go after whatever you call Kenny Omega's group. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. You're not going to have Hill and Hill like the, that. Who the else? Elite Bullets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who, like a team-wise, unless you're kind of going to go after Cody and his family-esque. Yeah, the Nightmare like, Family. Yeah. yeah. There are like so many factions in AEW. I like it and I also Not don't like, like big, it. big big factions. You got the Nightmare Factory, you got the Pinnacle, you got the Elite, you've got Jurassic Express. Yeah, the Factory, you know. There are a few others, but yeah. they escape my mind right family, now. Yeah. Um final bit of hot topic news that I have. During last night's episode of Inside the NBA on TNT, Shaquille O'Neal was asked when he will step back into the ring, O'Neal replied with and said, quote, soon, this summer. Oh, so, okay. Oh, that could We're going to have Paul White versus uh, <laughs> Shaq. Could be, at long last. I know that's a match that fans had kind of wanted to see for, for a while and mm-hmm. never came to fruition. Yeah. But this could and finally And also, finally I think, happen. at one point in time, there could uh, they could get what's-his-name who played Arrow to come back. Yeah, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell. That do could, some stuff. That could be a possibility. Never know. 
Yeah. Uh, isn't he going to be in a new television show called Heels? Yes. It's about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Cool deal. So we'll see. We'll see how Double or Nothing goes. I'm looking forward to it. We know we're going to download. We're going to not download it. We're going <laughs> to download it illegally. No, we're not doing that. I'm, <laughs> I'm giving AEW my money <laughs> illegally. Not illegally. I will. I will very much legally illegally. I am very much okay. Um, stealing shit. I'm not stealing <laughs> shit. I'm paying. I'm one of the fools that's coughing up my money. I just want to just put words in your to mouth. To watch this. Yeah, yeah. I'm supporting AEW. <laughs> just put You words all in should your mouth. do the same. Yeah, find on there. If you're AEW fans. If shit. not, then you know you can pirate it, because I know y'all are gonna watch anyway. Uh, I'll do whatever y'all do. Do do. I can't talk right now. I'm doing hot girl shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's going to do it for us this week. So if you have any questions, feel free to leave it on our Facebook page, Miss Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS, uh, DRH Pro. And all mixed up. Follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A Bear, Taylor, uh, Taylor. Instagram, A Bear underscore mode. I'm at DRH underscore pro. You can also follow me on Twitch where uh, we had my birthday stream last pie, week. Dog. I got pied in the face. So if you want to see more great content like that, go to DRH pro. And you can also check me out on TikTok check me out. at DRH pro as well. So I'm in your house. Yes, you currently are. So for the podcast crew, I am Dino Heron. I'm Taylor. You are Taylor. And we will catch you all hopefully next week.